Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like... Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine, or even a cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bracho Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And our guest today is a comedian, and I would say a Sex and the City enthusiast. Please welcome Emily Panic. Thank you very hey. much. Yeah. Uh, Emily, welcome you to the show. Tri- some trivia up top? <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard too. Well, that's I, what you you told me. Uh, you we, when we talked on Instagram, mm-hmm. you 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 slid into my DMs. I slid into your DMs, <laughs> and as soon as I slid in, I slipped in some great trivia from SATC. You slipped in some great trivia? No, no, I slipped in. Like I slid in, you and then I slipped on it. Like, like I slipped on it. I slipped. It was on like it. a banana peel. It, it was like, like a, a banana peel of trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Speaking don't know of if comedy. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would call it trivia per se, but what I told you, which I'll share now, um, you're all gonna love this, is that I used to work at St. Mark's Comics, and they filmed an episode of Sex and the City there. The uh, Have you guys watched that? Oh, one we yet? watched yeah. it. Yeah, where she starts dating the comic book guy. Oh who yeah, lives with um, his parents. Who lives with yeah, right? Who lives with his parents? And doesn't she? Uh, am I wrong? Does she look like his mom? Or am I no mixing no. that up? Smokes, smokes weed with weed with him, him they and they super high together. Right, 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 right. I'm. I think I'm mixing that up with um, an episode of Thirty Rock where Liz Lemon dates a younger guy and then she oh, meets his mom and it looks uh, like her. Yeah, 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 different show. Are you? Um, does St. Mark's Comics? Did they have similar hiring practices? Just hiring weed heads. Um. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I there is only the one guy in that episode that you see working there, right? It's yeah. just, and he's isn't yeah. he the owner? He's the owner, and yeah. he also draws comic books on his own. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, this is mine. This is like my. Passion Does he draw project. one about Carrie? Yeah, yes, he, does. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. he hands her. A, yeah, he hands her like a, a carry that he's drawn. Yeah. So in actuality, and St. Mark's Comics actually just very recently closed, which is sad oh, because it a was a New York institution. Mm-hmm. Um, Where was it at? It was. It on was Mark's on St. Mark's and, Place okay. and um, Broadway, I think, or Fourth Ave. Okay. Um, 
it, it was right across from Mamoon's. But uh, when I worked there, basically there were two roles that you could have. Well, okay. So there was the owner, there was a manager, and then there, you were either a counter girl, which were all kind of like cute punk rock looking girls. Yeah. And then there was like the back issue guy and he would be in the back of the store. And basically um, the owner would expect like would only expect the the back issue guys to have uh, comic book knowledge, even though most of the women that worked there did have some degree of comic book knowledge. But he was like, no, no, that's not your job. Your job is to essentially look cute, check bags and then like uh, check people out mm-hmm. um, at the cash register. But it's like if somebody's asking questions about certain books or whatever, then that's the back issue guy. And he has to be just a wealth of knowledge. we got to pass you on to the back. Issue yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, you just reminded me uh, when you were mentioning or when I when I mentioned, actually, that in that episode, the guy um, gives Carrie a comic book because one time I was working there and this guy came in and he was like, uh, oh, I'm looking for a certain comic book. And I was like, oh, yeah, what is it? I can I can help you out. And he was like, it's about a guy that comes into a comic book store and he meets a girl and she's cute. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that one is. And, you know, oh, whatever. He was, he was hitting on me. <laughs> and then eventually I realized and I was like, oh, yeah, we don't have that book. <laughs> yeah. um, that doesn't exist. And that is not going to yeah. exist. <laughs> um, so St. Mark's closed. And I know Jim Henley's Universe was another big comic store that closed. Where, where do people buy comic books now? And uh, I think in, probably Forbidden Planet, Forbidden Planet and the internet. Midtown yeah, Comics. Midtown Comics. Midtown yeah. still around. I was in Forbidden what? Planet yesterday. Is that in Tribeca? Forbidden Planet's in Soho. Or it's it's right next to the Strand. So right. not in Soho. But. Is there one in Tribeca? Is there like a is there like another Midtown Comics that happens to be in Tribeca? I'm gonna be honest, I really only ever shopped at St. Mark's. Like <laughs> I, you weren't, I, I you know. It would yeah. have been frowned upon for me to um, patronize other. Is there comic are there stores. is there like a Sex and the City themed comic? Has anyone ever done a, a comic book strip or drawing with um, the, with the women from Sex uh, and the City? I would not be surprised. Uh, I'm not sure though. We need to look that up. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I think um, it's kind of ironic that tons of comic book stores are closing at the time when like comic books are literally taking over the world it's yeah like, right you know but it's just tough to own a business in new york and manhattan especially the past like i think it's also years. a publishing thing where you can yeah. just get stuff off the internet too yeah right yeah tough to own a the, the owner of uh, saint mark's comics used to tell people that they weren't allowed to take pictures of comic books because he didn't want them to come into the store find a book take a picture and then find it cheaper on the internet so he'd oh, be like wow. you can't take a picture of that yeah oh yeah man it's funny. I was going to buy, uh, I was looking to buy a, a Sonos speaker today mm-hmm. for my apartment and I was at the Apple store and I was like, I wonder if they have them here. And I was like, maybe it'd be good to buy it here instead of on Amazon to support retail. And I was like, right. this is the Apple, the store. Apple store. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to close. I love the instinct though. But yeah. Um, well, you know. <laughs> so what, what's your, um, besides working on, on set, um, <laughs> what's your relationship to the show? Uh, have you, are you a big fan? Have you only seen a few episodes? You've never seen No, I've seen the whole series. Um, I've never watched the movies. Okay. But yes, I would say I'm a big fan. Um, I, yeah, I've rewatched the series. When did you watch it in your life? Like I watched it when I was in college and it was, this was after it was on, I was in college. So I was probably watching the show in like 2007 Mm -hmm. and I just remember 
I was living in, uh, I was sharing a room with my best friend. We, we lived in an apartment in Alston, Massachusetts. Cause I went to Berkeley in Boston and, uh, I made my boyfriend at the time watch all the episodes. And one of my other roommates whose name was Brian would always give him shit and me shit for it. Like as if I was holding him hostage and making him watch <laughs> it, but he very much enjoyed the show. That's I'm so pretty funny. Sure. But yeah, so that's when I watched it for the first time. And it, you know, it's like a, it's a comfort show. It's a show that I'll yeah. go back to and just yeah, watch. We hear that a like, lot. You know, did it influence any of your opinions of moving to New York? I mean, I feel like you probably had a pretty formed idea of like, I, I don't feel like you were like, it's going to be like this. But is there any, I mean, I notice if I can say it on air, you sure. have sort of a Carrie necklace on. I intentionally wore this, this <laughs> I wore my nameplate necklace. I mean, but of course, Carrie didn't invent the nameplate necklace, True. but it is, you know, she did make it. I'm not going to say that she made it iconic, but it, it's, it's certainly like a signature of hers that she yeah. has the, the nameplate. So yes, th this was my little homage to, uh, Love it. Love <laughs> to it. Carrie. I considered wearing a full on like ridiculous Carrie outfit, but then I was like, this is a podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to wear comfy format. clothes. Oh, that would have been amazing. I know it, you know, it, when we, if we, if you do it live and have me back, I'll wear something ridiculous and hideous. <laughs> That'd be great. Done. Full tutu. We'll do it as well. Um, oh yeah. That's a guarantee. But, um, yeah, I grew up around New York city. Like I grew up in New Jersey and my family's from New York. So I, I didn't, it did not inform what I thought that, um, living in New York would be like at all. And also because I watched it and I was like, wow, those women are so much older than me, even they, though they were supposed to be like the age I am now. Right. Or maybe yeah. they were in their mid to late thirties. Mm -hmm. I think, it, I, I think, think it's Charlotte's 35th birthday happens on, in an episode coming mm. up. So yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I forget. It didn't. Was it Carrie's 35th that nobody showed up to? Was that 35 for her? Mm. I think so. And I think Samantha is supposed to be like a strong right. five years older. At least. Yeah. 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 So, so I think 35 to 42 35 is like to, age. Right. So it's not even. Yeah. So it just seemed so like out of distant from from where I, me and my friends were at. But yeah, um, I certainly you know, I think we all have had moments where something has happened and we're like, oh, my God, it's just like in that episode of Sex in the City. Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like that. Um, and you have you've lived have you lived kind of all over New York since you've been here? I've lived um, in Queens and I've lived in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. So I've never lived in Manhattan. And you're so currently in Brooklyn now. I'm currently in Brooklyn. What would you consider yourself? Who are you? I would say that I am. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a Miranda. Uh, I'm a bummer too. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what though? That's great because Kevin and I've talked about how like everyone wants to be a Miranda now, but people have to admit some, like they want to be a Miranda for the social justice reasons, but people right. have to admit like Miranda, ha, Miranda has a thing where she's like, I'm going to make things really real right now. And I'm going to, and I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit. And yeah. no one wants to claim that part of Miranda. Right. And I think that that's what I, um, most, uh, relate to that she does is that she's she's like very pragmatic in my mm -hmm. mind and yeah and she's not yeah she's always the one that's just like mm, actually maybe whatever whatever she says that's kind of a bummer that's how i feel all the time i see people's face and they're like mm. <laughs> um i can yeah. tell do you find yourself um becoming incredibly attracted to bartenders who play basketball and might you know no no <laughs> steve's not your type 
No, he's not. Um, I, I thought about, you know, before coming on this, I thought about who my favorite like sex in the city guy was. And I, I don't think you've gotten to him yet. Cause it's, um, Petrovsky. No. And I think that's an unpopular opinion. He's like much older and he's very cold and Russian and he's an artist and he's aloof. And I'm like, that's what I'm attracted to. Who, who does, which, which, uh, one of the four does he date? Carrie. Uh, Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He, he's, he's played by the dancer. British. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so funny because the way you described uh, your job at under at St. Mark's Comics, mm. and then imagine I like that is just the perfect person for people at comic book stores to come in and have a crush on. Just like cold, cold, yeah. cute, <laughs> not care. Just being like, like it's like the open your bag, show me what's inside. Okay, yeah. Go, if you have Did questions, you that? That talk she, to the back she, issue she, guy. She she wanted to see my bag. Yeah. I'm gonna I think tell she her likes me. I'm gonna tell her I wrote a comic book about her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had guys buy me comic books in the store. You were like, like, I think maybe you'd want to check this out. And I'd be like, all right. You're like, I, oh, get, a, I, I get a discount, yeah. idiot. I should have bought it for you. I mean, I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Did yeah. you ever go on a date with anyone you met from the No. Game? No, hard no? Yeah, that's a hard no. I, uh, I didn't go on a date. I didn't go on a date with anybody there, but I, I'm trying to think. Did I hang out with some guy there? There was a guy who I'm not sure if he was asking me out on a date, but... Um, I would see him sometimes and like, I did communicate with him, him somehow, maybe through social media, he'd follow me or something like that. But, uh, he asked it, he was like, you know, I need to organize all my comic books if you want to like come over and help me organize them. And, you know, I can give you some. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm probably good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, at it. that time though, I would have probably loved to have some of those comic books, but I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, that's I'm a pretty, that's a pretty sweet offer here. though. I mean, yeah. come over a w- away from your job at the comic book store and help me organize my comic books <laughs> without getting paid. Yeah. You don't get paid and I'll give you a couple of the ones that books. I don't want anymore. Yeah. Thanks man. Well, to give you some context, we're in season four, Carrie and, uh, Carrie and big are kind of friends, but I don't think they're going to be talking for a little bit because they, um, so I don't know if he's in this one. Miranda is single, not with Steve. Still a bummer. Charlotte's with Trey. Mm-hmm. She, they've been, they were almost broken up and now they've been sleeping around town. And Samantha <laughs> just got her new artist girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know where we are. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I uh, understand that maybe you needed to share that for the, for the listeners. No, it was just for you, but I can, <laughs> okay, cool. I, I can, um, I did. I mean, you really little... are Miranda, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the episode is um, season four, episode five. It's Ghost Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh. So I didn't, I considered watching the episode before seeing you guys today just so I could be like on it. And then I was like, no, no. Uh, I mean, I have seen the episode before, right. though. I know what happens in the episode. I think you guys are going to. But you know, it. we go and watch it now together. No, right? I know. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Right. I just well, like to be prepared. Let's go watch Ghost Town. All right. We'll be back. Episode 53, Ghost Town. Carrie gets an invitation to the opening of Steve and Aiden's new bar, Scout. Miranda believes there is a ghost in her apartment. Charlotte butts heads with Trey's mother, Bunny, when redecorating their apartment. Samantha's girlfriend, Maria, gets fed up with the many men from Samantha's past. And now... Back to the boys. Did 
Wow. Quick question. Did we, you, what you said, I feel like rings so true. What we just watched. It's canon. Canon. Yeah. Because I feel like when we see those episodes, you can feel it that you're like, this has got to be one of the ones. Right. It's a pivotal episode. A lot happens. Yeah, it feels like it. A lot happens. It sets up a lot of new stuff that's going to come. And it was grounded in like real stuff that you're just like, ah, man. This is why a couple episodes ago, when we did a um, we did Cosmo rating, and it was a good episode. It was the one we watched with Jera, Jera Bean. I know. And I was like three point five, and I was like, I know it's good, but I rated it low because I know that there's going to be episodes like this that are like, oh, that elevates it. Yeah, but I also think you can only rate things based on what you've seen, right? Yeah, well, that's true. You can only know you can only know anything in relation. But hey, it's to not what my you podcast. <laughs> No, but we, talk, we talked about that in the last episode about relationships and it's kind of the true in the way we're watching it in which we haven't, we're doing this for the first time with people who have experienced it. And it's like, <laughs> oh man, it's just great. The difference between just like, wow, that was a fun, great episode and this where you're like, I'm feeling stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's go through it so we can we can cover all the episode stuff. John hit our, um, hit our cap, John. Haunted by spirits of relationships past. The theme of this episode was uh Jacob Marley. <laughs> did you have sex with Carrie Bradshaw? Was uh um relationship ghost. I'd let him chain me up. Uh, <laughs> and a literal ghost. And, and a literal they ghost. They do a literal Tiny interpretation of the um, big dick. <laughs> Samantha, Samantha's relationship with Maria is haunted by uh, the men that she's hooked up with and Maria coping with her past relationships. Miranda is haunted by a literal Just ghost, a ghost. <laughs> uh, but more so haunted by the fact that Steve has opened up a bar uh, and is still with Jennifer, the sassy blonde. Jessica, Jessica the sassy blonde Allegedly. version of Miranda. Um, uh, Charlotte is haunted by Bunny, uh, as Trey gets sick, uh, Bunny enters the picture and, uh, takes over their, uh, reclaimed marital home. And lastly, Carrie is haunted by none other than Big Head himself, (laughs) Aiden Shaw, who's shaved his head down, shaved his head down, down. still huge, still still didn't even help. Still the biggest head in Scout. Huh? Almost, almost looked like it got bigger. And this yeah. is coming from this a, is coming another from me who has an enormous head. If we ever get John Corbin on here, we got to measure. You guys Dude, head. I will straight up pull out a Taylor's measuring tape and we'll do a head-to-head measurement. I guarantee you, I got him beat. Although homeboy's like six six, right? He's very tall. So, he's so got his head four. is more proportional. He's got me by like two inches. So <laughs> it's like know. Andre the Giant. Like you know, everything on Andre the Giant is huge hands. Yeah, his head is um, big. Too. Aiden and Steve opened up a bar together, and uh, Carrie, of course, runs into Aiden at the bar, and uh, that's uh, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where what, are we at? Where where you start? Where, what com- what storyline should we start with? Um. Uh, let's start with uh, Maria and Samantha, okay. I guess. All right. Yeah. Okay, so Samantha is running into the ghost from just her life as a single woman around town. Yes, yeah, a single, fairly promiscuous woman around a town. A woman around town who has had, who has had copious amounts of copious relationships. Amounts of relationships and intercourse with men all over town. With men who can make really fast mojitos. Yep. And men who are who get the hard worst walk- human beings on air. Who are off you hungry and have erections. The biggest injustice in this episode was that that mint was not properly muddled. 
Mm. And that's true. That is true. Those mojitos. You're a bartender. I am. Yeah. How long do you think to make a good mojito? Also, here's here's a question. As a bartender, is it a pain when someone orders something that needs to be muddled? Would you rather just be like, just order a drink needs to be? Yeah, I used to work in a nice cocktail bar, and people would order like you know four different cocktails that involved any level of like muddling and whatever various liqueurs, multiple steps, and multiple shakers. And now I work uh, at Max Fish, which is a dive bar, and we don't have fucking fresh mint. Like yeah. I'm like, I'll make you a vodka soda or crack a beer. And yeah. uh, that's pretty much what <laughs> we do. Options. I make a margarita, but we have a bit of an internal debate here in the Bradshaw boys as mm-hmm. a bartender. Can you look cool shaking two drinks at the same time? I can't, I personally you, you can't, can't, but I, I do it, my friends. Is, is it possible? <laughs> it, I think it is possible. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm not a good bartender. I wouldn't say, um, I mean, I, you know, I know bartenders that are like my friend Lillian can like stir a drink while shaking another drink. And okay. like, okay. you know, a lot of bartenders have their own special way of doing it. Like, mm. like hit the shakers together and then they, you know, they shake it like this or whatever. Um, I'm clumsy. I'm barely <laughs> good at my job. So I personally don't look good. And I think if I were to shake, to uh, cocktails that probably one of them would like fly out of my hand or mm. like the bottom would fly out or whatever. So that's funny. But yeah. I do believe that it is possible. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, um, you made a really good argument. I'm still not convinced that it is possible to make two <laughs> drinks and look uh, anything other than a douchebag. Well, yeah, done, so. I disagree, yeah. but I, I see where you're coming from, but I, I agree with Emily that I think it can be done. I mean, I guess if you're going like both the same side and you're doing like a little bit of like a dance, but if you just have them both like this, it looks like you're just jerking off two guys at the same time. That's all it looks like. And, and so the people that are practicing jerking off, then fine. Good practice. And who but, said that's yeah. not cool though? Yeah. Thank I, you. I think that's Thank very you. cool. I think that's pretty cool. I think I'm you wrong. should address your own prejudice. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here, okay, this so. is what I think. I think um, it's funny because they took a swing to be like, let's throw Samantha in a relationship, which is like such an interesting thing. And then the writers immediately were like, now that we're here, let's do. It's like they immediately turned it into just like a little bit of tourism of like, oh, she needs a dick. And it's like, right. All of the all of the interesting possibilities by this episode were immediately back to Samantha episode one of like, she just like, oh, all I want is a dick. Yeah. And it was fun and funny and return good. to sameness she can't escape it man she well, can't it wasn't even that she was like i want dick it was just that she was like oh man now that i'm in a relationship with a woman all we do is talk it's like they're playing into all these stereotypes of women mm-hmm. at, at treating samantha like she is like a man uh i did air quotes for the audience at home mm-hmm. um but yeah so maria is just like i just want to talk about my feelings and blah and then samantha's like oh god like well, <laughs> one of our last guests what um Kurt, Kurt, uh, Kurt, Kurt who, I would appreciate if you didn't talk about other guests. Sorry about that. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's Ghost, go forward. Ghosts of podcast <laughs> past. <laughs> exactly. Tell us something about you. <laughs> he was, he was an editor at out magazine and we talked briefly about how, uh, just how gay men get better representations in media than lesbians. Oh yeah. yeah. And this is a prime example of, yes. I wonder who wrote it, but it's, it definitely seems well, like gay a bunch men, of right? gay like, men being wrote, like, Oh, fucking show. annoying lesbians. Like the, the girlfriend was an interesting character that turned into that 
real quick. And then what happens mm-hmm. when she gets mad? She acts like an hysterical woman. She yes, crazy. Like, come on. Smashing plates. Yeah. But I also did, like, I wrote it down in my notes while I was watching it. Um, I don't know if you guys are into astrology at all, but I was like, oh, Maria is a cancer. Like, the whole time she's, like, kind of sensitive, but then she sort of blows up, but then she comes hmm. back and she's like, I was, you know, worried you didn't call. And, like, <laughs> what's the sign for a cancer? I d- uh, it looks like you the have 69. To get a it's a crab. Looks like the same. Well, yeah, it's, it's cancer the crab. I'm a cancer, but I don't, oh, okay. I'm not like that. Um, what, what, what's your birthday? July 15th. I'm July 8th. What so is a, what, what would a Virgo be like in terms of like how they would, like if a cancer is like, oh, they're like a slow burn until they explode. And then they're like, I missed you. What would a Virgo be? I feel like Virgos are, are pretty stoic and not good at expressing emotion. Uh, oh, I could be wrong. Funny. And I don't know, maybe the listeners will fucking well, correct me. I don't I'm know. a Virgo and I feel like, <laughs> I think is that, is that right? I feel like I'm kind of, am I stoic? You're, I think you a Virgo, can, I think I just ex- don't know what I am. You can express emotion, but I don't think that's like your first instinct. Yeah, that's true. I, I think, cry a lot. That's true. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Yeah. I have tears from my face mm-hmm. right now. No, yeah, that's true. But I, I was asking because I do feel like I relate with the like, oh, I don't know. And then it's like, I know now. And then it's like, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. I got angry. <laughs> what about Libra? I'm a Libra. Um, I'm a Libra rising. I don't know. I actually don't know as much about Libra. What does that mean, Libra Rising? There, um, well, the so, first album. <laughs> so you have like... Oh, the Libra Rising. <laughs> Here come the Libra Rising on the streets of Philadelphia. That's, that is a Bruce Springsteen album that came out soon after 9-11. It's, all, mm. it's a concept album about... Is it about 9-11? Yeah, the whole album. The Rising is about... Is a, yeah. It's about America rising again. Yeah. I thought it was about an astrological science. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it, could be, it could be both. Um, what does it mean again, the Libra rising? Uh, you have like a birth chart and it's based on the position of the planets the, at the time and location where you were born. So if you were to like, there's places you can punch it into like a website and oh. it tells you which planets are in which houses, but the yeah. three main ones are your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. Yeah. <laughs> So like I'm a Cancer Sun Pisces Moon Libra Rising. Okay. So it's like not just your your personality is not only dictated. Uh, I mean, if we're all assuming that astrology, uh, if that's our base reality, yeah. um, then. Uh, <laughs> but that actually makes more sense than just being like, here's the thing that it's like there's other colors of like that's yeah. a more nuanced there's version a, of exactly. Yeah, it's not sure. like you you're not just represented by your sun sign, but that's the one that most people know. Right. Um, so you have like a rising and mm. uh, a moon sign. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what do we think? Uh, what do we think Trey is? Well, before we get into okay, that, okay. I would love for Corey to share with the bit of research we did about the guy that came to oh, yes. Samantha's oh, right. house. This is fucking so okay. It was hard from walking up the stairs so and let's, wanted let's, at least a sandwich. Can we let's first say what he did? Yeah. This is 100% true. We, no, wait. Are we no, no, say, no, no, no. Like no, what the character in, in the did. Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. So is, his name is Sean, correct? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Sean because this is the, what the this is the actor that I looked up on IMDb. Right. So what he did is Maria and Samantha are at, at that one bar. She takes her out for nights. Like I wanted to get out. Is it the same out. guy from the bar? Who then shows up at the door? Yeah, I think it's Samantha. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay, I'm okay. in town. He's, he's back in town. Right, 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 right. And he goes up to Samantha and he hits on her. He's yeah. he's like, hey, you know, sweetheart. Whatever he's like he says. creepily rubbing her arm with the back of his fingers too. Right. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, yeah. And Maria's just like kind of watching it all happen. And Samantha's like, 
not engaging, but also not being like, hey, I'm here with my yeah. girlfriend. She's doing kind of the thing that maybe most of us would do if we were like with our current partner and somebody, an ex came up and was acting like that. I'd be like, right. well, I can't really right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but then he goes ahead and he lets himself into her apartment, yep. bangs on her door at 3 a.m. and tells her that he's hard he from, walking from just walking up the stairs, which Sam. Every true. And then, and then when he finds out that they're, you know, she goes, or she's like talking to him. She's like, this isn't a good time. And then Maria comes up and she's like, I'm Maria. I'm her girlfriend. And he's like, Ooh, girlfriend. Nice. And he's like, so maybe you two could make me a sandwich. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause like, that's where your mind goes. Yeah. If it's <laughs> the guy is basically the opposite of, he's the, the opposite of Trey. He's like anti Trey. Yeah. Like walking upstairs, get some hard. He's negative. He doesn't have mom issues. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he doesn't say all righty then he's rude to women. Was the sandwich thing a a woman thing or was it like an erotic thing or both? Was it just like, I feel like it was a woman thing, but where like where I would think that that character would go would be that, um, because he's like clearly, I mean, it's a booty call. He's knocking on the door that he'd be like, maybe we can have a threesome, but then he's, he's like, well, my erections, whatever. Let's, can I have a sandwich? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like, like I love sex, but you know what I like yeah. more? It's Jimmy John's. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that the actor that played Sean, if you look him up on IMDb, here's the first fact of trivia about him. This is the guy that asked for a sandwich from two lesbians. In 2007, he was charged with aggravated animal cruelty after killing a cat belonging to his girlfriend. Uh, Prosecutors claimed that he intentionally beat Norman the cat to death because he believed that his girlfriend cared more about the animal than him. Oh, my God. His defense attorney stated that his client admitted kicking and hitting the cat, but that he did not mean to kill him. And that the animal's death is a tragic accident. If she had just made him a sandwich, oh my God. I know Norman would still be alive. Wait, and, and then so and then he, and then he faced a maximum two years of convicted. Uh, it ended in a hung jury. He pled guilty to aggravated animal cruelty and was sentenced to 500 hours of community service. I mean, first grumpy cat, and now Norman. I can't take this week yeah. anymore, guys. So many cats are dying. Based based on. Uh, I don't know. They, okay. I, they, I missed it. They just made him make a well-hung jury joke. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, speaking of well-hung, his real sentence was they just made him get on a Stairmaster so he had an eternal boner. I would say <laughs> that that's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> just had to keep doing that. <laughs> oh, nice. Thanks. Nice. Um, so, that yeah. is... So, 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 so this, I'm a comedian. So, <laughs> so wait, how the... So the Samantha and Maria story ends up with her breaking the plates and going Yeah, yeah, nuts. yeah. Yeah, because oh, Samantha's yeah, like, like We're, we do too much talking, like, not enough fucking. I want passion. I want fireworks. And she's like, you want fireworks? And she starts breaking the plates, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love her hair. It's so long. And um, you, you you pointed out Samantha's, like, cowering Samantha, in the corner, covering yeah, with the... With wraps the, herself in the, the curtains, curtains. And she's like... Don't you think Maria practices Santeria or some sort of witchcraft? She really kind of seems like it a little bit. Like she seems like she has some sort of like dark mysticism. Yeah, like hey, that I, feels racist. Um. Oh yeah, I just meant witchcraft in general. I didn't I mean I didn't mean a yeah. certain kind of. Uh, I didn't mean like. Uh, I don't know. Oh, what I mean that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> she just has a weird vibe about her. Like she no, might she's, be a witch. she's a witchy woman. Absolutely. That's what I mean. I guess more of a witchy I, I woman. like Maria. Maybe it's because I'm a cancer that I'm I didn't like. Think, I like it. <laughs> I, I didn't say I didn't like her. I just feel no, I like know. she might. She might have brought that cat back to life that Sean killed. <laughs> she she definitely brought the ghost to Miranda's apartment. I believe so. Yeah. I oh yeah, but then she bought Miranda. In my notes, I say I say I 
this is halfway through, so it must have been early-ish in the episode. Predict this is the end of the relationship. And then John called the strap on, which... Mm-hmm. You did. Point John. One point, point John. John. One point John. It's the only thing I've ever called in a show ever, by the way. John... I usually swing and miss on all those. John got pegged so hard by that episode. Oh, um, nailed it. I... But I feel like they kept it go. Like, it's funny that they did that. But then she still after was like, yeah, I, I'm, I want out. So I feel like there's yeah. one episode left. Yeah, because she bought her that strap on. And no, I think like, she's done. She showed up to the to the bar sore and she was like, never again. I'm I'm done. I, I think she's done. Yeah. And Samantha, like they say, I think the um, uh, voiceover, the voiceover uh, says like that Samantha knew that she, you know, she couldn't be in a relationship, but she was still like, well, let's just try it out. Yeah. 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 Classic Samantha. You think we'll see her again? You think we'll see Maria again? Samantha? I mean, she knows. You think we'll see- yeah, I have seen the episodes. I don't think so. Yeah. Huh. But I could I, be wrong. I, I No, I'm pretty sure that that's I, I think maybe I, Samantha and Bunny might hook up. I feel <laughs> give it, give it a go. Well, let's go let's go to that because this was this was <laughs> Bunny was on display. Dude. Oh, I don't man. know about you guys, but I got I got such a Oedipus Yes, Oedipal right. level rock Oof. hard dick the whole time. Yeah. Just I saw that. I when saw my your, mom would put a fucking note in my little lunch bag, I'd get scored, pulled out, and it was like, I love you. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't huh. feel that type of love. Dude. I'm just kidding. This, <laughs> this took a really different turn. It really took a different turn. Well, wow. I mean, let's get into the boundaries that they don't have. No, no, let's get into you and your mom. Yeah, I love my mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems yeah. that way. I, I love my mom. Based I feel on like your rock mom, hard dick alone. I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, okay, let's take the humor out of it and really say, it is true that there's nothing like a mother's love. It's Trey did not handle that appropriately. Well, no, I mean, yeah, if you're going to go, if you're going to like look at it from like a Freudian point of view or something I'm trying like that. To, like, I'm trying to give Trey a chance and then we can demolish him. Oh, we are Trey is a nightmare. <laughs> but, give um, yeah. Trey a chance. Ugh. Trey I, uh, needs boundaries with his mom because it is true. It's like yeah. the bond that you have with your mom is is wild and that's why it's so See, i'm tracking with you until we get to dust ruffles <laughs> and dust ruffles need right. to be on every single bed i don't listen that's you all love dust ruffles i love that's, that's a big part of your personal brand at least bunny left when she saw him fuck <laughs> it's true rather than being yeah, like and she her, was shook it took her a second though yeah <laughs> she didn't just be like oh she no muffins. And she became she became she started Julie Andrews and yeah mary but she's like whoa <laughs> 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 Wait, are you talking about Julia Child? <laughs> yeah, right. Or Julie Andrews? Yeah, Julie yeah, Andrews is Julia Child, right? Different women, but yeah. same, maybe there's some similarities. Yeah. yeah. So wait, the first the first thing was Bunny lying down on the bed and in Bed Bath and Beyond. Well, the first thing I think is that she's like talking about how they need to redecorate the apartment. That's there's all is. these yeah, duck yeah. decoys, and so then they're going to get a new mattress, and then Bunny shows up. Yeah, and uh, classic Bunny sneaking uh, in where Charlotte turns her head and then turns back. And yeah. Bunny's there. Oh yeah. Horror movie ghost style. Yeah. If you look, yeah. At, if you look in the theme of the show, ghost yeah. style. Good call. I would have never picked up on that. Well, Bunny, you know. Bunny definitely is. I don't know if they said explicitly, but it definitely is like, it's like this person from someone's past that will not yeah. leave. It's the same. Bunny's a specter. She is. But it's the exact same thing as Aiden is to to Carrie. Yeah, it's or, or, or Samantha's relationships are to Maria. It's, yeah. It's like Bunny is that to Charlotte. It's a past relationship that is like not shifting and it's like. You would expect you're like it's supposed to change and your mom's supposed to back off, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, I don't know. Do I feel like this, the shit they're doing with Trey is the most surprising and Bunny and Charlotte is the most surprising thing about the season because Charlotte has and Trey have needed more and the stuff they're doing is so interesting. Yeah. I yeah. I think Trey is a really funny character. I mean, like I, it's the least attractive thing I can imagine. Like that character is very, I mean, makes my dick so limp, um, <laughs> which has that come up with him yet? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, cool. that, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the right after the marriage. That, well, that's why we were saying it's so interesting. Cause like right after the marriage couldn't the whole impotency thing couldn't yeah. get it up. And then we were like, oh, they're done. And now he's just come back in the weirdest ways. It's yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, really good. No, it's, I, it's so funny. I think I think the writers in the off season were just like, it doesn't make sense that he's going to break it off with Charlotte because he's so into jugs magazine and, <laughs> and Kristen Davis has the jugs to satisfy Trey. We got to write this. She's a real life. Story. Um, what's that actor's name? He acts the shit. Kyle out McLaughlin. He does such Love him. Good yeah. Twin he's, job. He's, it's so funny because we just heard people talk about how shitty Trey is. And I guess I make sense that people make jokes about him. But watching this through and expecting Trey it's, to be a shitty character, he, it's he's so good. It's great comedic fodder. Yeah. And the, yes. the scene, yes. Okay. So the scene where Bunny and Charlotte are having a contest of rubbing Vic's vapor rub right. on his chest. <laughs> that so was good. bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ridiculous. And Bunny was like, no, you're going too low. You don't know how to I mean, do it. Right. Be, don't do it on his tummy, to Charlotte. Fair. You're trying to break up his phlegm. To be look fair, at, Charlotte. Look how fucking happy Bunny is <laughs> and how horrified. I'm yeah. showing him a picture when they're on of the them bed. when they're all in the bed. I mean, yeah. if you need stronger uh, imagery than that, I mean, the three of them laying on a yeah. bed. And then like, Trey just Both say, of them competing for Trey. And then Trey saying how awesome it was. He was like, right. this is great. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Charlotte was rubbing it on his tummy and not his chest. That's true. So, But she was flustered because if your mother was there, you know, as a woman, if if my husband's mother-in-law came in and did something like that, you would that would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy. Yes. Do you have any? I guess you don't need to get deep into it, but do you have a good relationship with your mother-in-law, or are there just because that is the the in-laws thing? And then I'll ask you too. But it's like the in-laws thing is clearly difficult because it's in every single thing ever. Everyone always talks about it, but I've never had in-laws. Um. I do, I do have a, a good relationship mm. with my mother-in-law, but like also the one, the very first time I met her, I guess she had seen a picture of me. And then my now husband brought me to, um, the hospital when his sister was giving birth. And so I met her in the waiting room, which is kind of a crazy place yeah, to yeah. meet yeah, totally. her for the first time as, you know, a new girlfriend. And she looked at me and I, and like I said, she had seen a picture of me and she goes, Oh, you know, you're actually very pretty. And I was like, huh. <laughs> that and that's, she kind of puts her foot in her mouth a lot. And I sincerely hope she doesn't listen to this, but, um, <laughs> don't worry. She's, but, she's but probably I, won't. but I love her. She's, you know, she's, uh, she's sort of intense, but it's not like, it's, it's not like edible. <laughs> well, what's wild is like, I, I love, I was joking about earlier, the sexual thing, but it's yeah. like, I love my mom and I love my dad, but I can totally see the second, any of the legitimate flaws I see in my mom, that there was like some new person that's like, your mom needs to be, I'd be like, that's my fault. Right, <laughs> you yeah. know, so that's why in-laws, you, dude, you have fucking cool in-laws. You're fucking, oh, my dad-in-laws in -laws in a band I, I plays like, bass, right? Yeah, I, I, I love my in-laws. They're they're fantastic. Like my my mom and Katie's mom are 
about as opposite as people can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both such lovely, wonderful people. It's like it's their their differences are are fine. It's so just- I was engaged to a girl once, and mm. her mom was the head of the Orange County Republican Women's Association, Ooh. and and her dad, uh, her dad said Hitler. Down. Her dad was <laughs> he told he told me because I was an I'm an actor and. He told me, he's like, you need to find a more steady, like steady line of work. And I was like, yeah, I know it's like difficult. He's like, because years, years from now, you know, they're going to have computers doing that. <laughs> doing <laughs> acting? Yes. And I was just like, I was like, well, <laughs> what, what do you mean? He's like, they're going to have computers doing, doing the yeah. acting. And I was like, well. But, but regulating women's bodies is something a man will always have to do. <laughs> sure. There will always Maybe be a job for that. that. There will Maybe. always be a human being required to do okay, that. that. <laughs> a computer can't figure out the algorithm because women keep changing it. The, the nuances of Peter Dinklage acting, we'll figure that shit out. But but telling you that you can't smoke a natural plant, that's a man's job. Dude, I'm not... So true. I told him, I was just like, I was like, well, even if they did that, they could still... He's like, you know, they can draw it. You see what they do with the animation? I was like, they're <laughs> they still going to need a voice. You. He's uh, like, if they can do the visuals, you don't think they can They can figure out a computer to do the voice too? That is just like, but I expect the next- Southern? He wasn't, but okay. the vibe was Southern. <laughs> I get it. I get it. As, a, as Republicans, they're Southern. As a sure, Southerner, sure. I find that offensive and I yeah. totally understand He grew up saying. in Texas. He was born and grew up in Texas. So All right. Let's, let's start with um, Miranda, are difficult. Steve, Carrie- Aiden. That's also um, ghost. Ghost is the, the fifth ghost. wheel here. Ghost. <laughs> yeah, ghost. What do we think? Do you, was it a real ghost? Wait, Miranda's ghost. Miranda's ghost. No. It was a way for them to get into the. It was the, it was way uh, no the ghost wasn't real. Maybe you would disagree. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I I can't say. I am a ghost enthusiast, and I love that they did that literal interpretation of the theme that she had a ghost and she was like, and also I love that she was like the landlord let me in upstairs and nobody's there. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a thing that I was like, I live in New York and there's just noises all the time. Yeah. So there was, there's kind also of a thing. ghosts. Well, there's also ghosts. Okay. Sure. Right. You have an experience with a ghost? No, but I, uh, but I, I'm just like into reading other people's experiences <laughs> and I believe that they exist, but no, I don't, okay. I don't have any real firsthand experiences. Yeah. I don't think I do. I think I've been around some spooky things, but I can't yeah. ever be like, yeah. I saw a ghost. I don't, believe that they exist and i've never had an experience so um well let's i, I think that's just me as a person i would need to experience it in order to yeah, believe it yeah but fair enough i do like reading about it and i think it makes for fun stories let's go from here what is it like especially in um what is it like to have an ex and then ha- be haunted by that because that's there's, the there was the ghost. Real, if the ex died and they come back, <laughs> exactly like it's, the movie. It's ghost just the movie dad. Ghost. It's the movie Ghost Dad with right. Bill Cosby. I it's, think the only reason well. that that formula works it, it, is if your ex is successful in some way. Right. I was gonna say that's uh, a big part of it is that they're huh. successful. Yeah. Aiden because, looks better. Well, I will say yeah. maybe maybe that, but also what if you're just in the same like social circles? Let's say. It was Steve's bar open and Aiden didn't, Aiden didn't help, but then it was like, Aiden's going to be there. Carrie would be haunted by it then, I would think. Like, I think it's just the presence but of But it would be less around. of a thing. It's less of a thing. That's yeah. probably where the conversation started in the writer's room. And they're like, why couldn't Steve and Aiden have connected? Because when you see them on that date, that's like a fucking Jedi level writing to just yeah. show them on oh. the sidewalk. And now you're like, these motherfuckers, they probably just like went on a double date, vibed because they're both cool. Yeah, I love and now that, they're opening a bar together. I love that they're friends because I love their like their. It's almost like you know the the big dog and the little dog in like Looney Tunes where it's like, hey Spike, what do 
gonna do? Like they seem like there's such a there's such a Steve thing of like, hey Aiden, why don't you come in and we can do a toast? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll be there in a second, buddy. Yeah. I mean that is, that is one of the best things you can get out of a, like uh, they made off the best in the breakups. Oh yeah, Steve oh, yeah. and Aiden get each other. They probably had, but we didn't see the ten drunken nights they had together where they just like they just put it all he was out like, there. Fuck that bitch. She yeah, cheated like, on me. Yes. I bet I Steve li- I they set liked big it, but- Buck Hunter records. Like they just <laughs> went out and freaking painted it up. You know yeah. Steve got Aiden so hammered because Steve probably has a crazy high tolerance and he was right. just like Aiden open up As a man. a bartender I would assume so. Yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aiden's like a little repressed but then he just Aiden's a, a monster. He's He's got all this unchecked like primal rage from building furniture. Yeah he does. Yeah. And I feel like it comes out later in the show oh, not to like shit. give anything Anger away. issues? Uh, I can't even imagine John Do you Corbett. Think it started out does he with, get together with, with does he get together and break place with Maria? <laughs> it was Bunny actually. With Bunny. Yeah. Sweet. Do you think Steve initially approached him to be on his basketball team because he's six six? Could play, oh, like, I could, bet. could play like a that's good so rec true. league center. Easy. And he was <laughs> like, no, that's not really my thing, but I'll yeah. be a silent partner, partner. in your bar. <laughs> I'll buy the and jerseys. I'll invest well. with all my furniture money. And if he did it, he would just keep on like just because he's tall, you thought he'd be good, but he keeps on traveling and turning the ball over and it's like, come on. Dude, come on. That's me in every sport. <laughs> like you're built like an athlete, but you suck at everything. <laughs> well, do you find, I feel like in smaller towns, it's probably worse because it's smaller, but I feel like New York is a rough place to have exes. Um, or is it just I, rough all well, around? No, it's probably There's rough so all around. Landmarks. I will say that I had an ex that I was always, like we never ran into each other ever. And I, I remember I was like, taking a class one block, like across the street from her office. And so like every week I was like, Oof. Oh shoot. But Scary. we, so I think it's rough because you end up in the same places, but it never happened. We never, one time I crossed the sidewalk the same time as her roommate and we just didn't make <laughs> eye contact. But I do think it's rough because at any point you could pop up and see someone. You, Cause that happens with people all the time. Yeah. But New York, like is we so, ran into each other on the sidewalk one yeah, day. Yeah. And so like that, I was in a neighborhood I don't normally go to though, which is interesting because I'm not, it was like a Sunday afternoon, I think. And, and like you were sitting outside at a restaurant, mm-hmm. I was walking down the street and I was like, Oh, that's my friend Emily. And so it's like, that can happen. So even if you don't see an extra, like at any point, this landmine could pop up out of nowhere. Sure. I do think it was pretty surprising that Miranda was, seemed her interaction with Steve seems so positive and then yeah. she was very intent on not going, right? Yeah. Yeah. She got Carrie. No, well she I think she just wanted Carrie to go with her. I think yeah. that she was gonna go, but she kept being like like she seemed like she wanted to go, but she was like, please come with me for support. Well, like I need support. Carrie was the one that initially pushed her to go. Carrie's like, you have to go. Yeah. And, Before and, she knew Aiden was involved. Right. And then Carrie pulled a classic Carrie and she's like, Aiden's going to be there. I'm way <laughs> more important than you. I'm out. We're not going. Wait. So what did you think about when Carrie ended up going and then she realized or she she realized she wasn't invited by Aiden? Right. So Carrie, you- <laughs> Carrie cannot go through this life without any she, everything always has to be about Carrie all the time. Yeah, everything. Even when Miranda had a ghost issue, <laughs> Carrie showed up and was like, "Do you think that that that's Aiden will know the plant is from me?" It's like, 
pump the brakes, girl. Like, <laughs> the world is not yeah. revolving around you, although the TV show is. Do you think at the end, so Carrie goes outside, she sees Aiden. Oh, I think that thing. scene is so cringy. Wait, the which one? The one where she sees him across the, or no, the cake Well, one? actually, I guess both. Like yeah. the fact that like she looks at him across, I mean, they're literally looking at, at each other across a crowded bar. He's an owner. So yeah, clearly it's his party. It's his party. Yeah. It's not about you. And then she's exactly. just like, oh, that's all I get. Yeah. It's like, Bitch, you cheated on him. Yes, this yes. is his bar opening. You showed up. He didn't invite you. What do yeah. you expect? Yeah. He like nodded like at you. He made it. Yeah. It was nice. He smiled at you rather than rolling his eyes. Yeah, right. He or, acknowledged or, you. Or like, or telling your hors d'oeuvre waitresses to get their the hell, yeah. get her the hell out did of there. Did you notice that he kind of nodded you his head at her? Do you yeah. think he did that because his head was too heavy to hold up? <laughs> He's just like, oh god, my head. This is just what much he does, say. yeah. But then, so then he sees her. Then I don't. I wonder if Steve told him well, that he's I, coming. I have a question. Okay. I just, I was wondering if there is. Uh, I, I just wonder how Aiden and Steve met. I wonder, like, because that's not a scene. We don't know where that came from. Okay. Well, well. let's see if. Uh, it's a favorite time. It's a favorite time. Miranda. Welcome to Steve Talk. <laughs> we took a little bit of a break, but we're back with yeah. uh, Steve Talk, a podcast within a podcast where nice. we talk all things Steve. And I think in this episode, it would be um, it would be really wonderful if maybe Steve mm -hmm. and Aiden uh, would could. You like uh, Aiden? Would you like to play Aiden? Sure. Could uh, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> My Aiden voice. Um, <laughs> could we listen into maybe their first uh, their first meeting? Yeah, for context, their first meeting would have been when they were dating the girls, I guess. Was that? I, no, actually, you know what? No, we're going to blow the universe up. It, <laughs> who knows when it is? This is just um, Steve and Aiden meeting each other for uh, the first, first time. time. Uh, oh, uh, hey, excuse me. I didn't mean to bump into you. I, uh, I'm trying to get this entire netted bag of basketballs from the West 4th all the way down to the courts in Basketball City in Chinatown. Yeah, that's cool. I was just polishing this furniture that I made, so I didn't see you there, bud. Yeah, that's okay. You know, whoa, yeah, I could say you didn't see me. The, the the gleam is so bright, it's kind of blinding me. What do you do? You're a carpenter? Like Jesus? Well, I'm actually kind of a furniture maker, and uh, yeah, that's just a special varnish that I developed. But uh, hey, don't I know you? Don't, don't our uh, girlfriends just hang out like every single day? <laughs> Even though they're 30 something year old women who are professional and supposedly have lives. But yeah, they just see each other every day, pay for meals every single day in restaurants. Are you, uh, you're, uh, the big head dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Aiden. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. Nice to meet you. They're at brunch right now. They've been there for six hours. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hey, uh, I got a crazy idea. Uh, one day I want to open a bar, but first I need a six man on the court. Okay. Well, first of all, I need to ask you, do you like dogs? Because that's a big part of my personality. I love dogs. Okay, great. I have a dog named Scout, I think. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think I remember Carrie telling me sometimes you just throw your dog across the room. Sure. Yeah, that's me. I also tell people to quit smoking. Sometimes. Hey, listen, you seem a little forceful, but I feel like you're good at heart. Want to be buds? Yeah. Why not? Hey, Aiden. Let's yeah, Steve. Hit, 
Let's hit the chords. <laughs> hey, it's Steve Talk. We don't need the end. Do we need the end? It's a podcast. It's a podcast within a podcast. We need to play it out. Steve Talk. <laughs> Okay, that one was good. Wow. That was good. I'm trying to find an ending on that one, but I think Great. it's just that it doesn't end. They just stay friends. I, yeah, they just stay friends. I'm they just keep a, talking. I'm going to do a quick spoiler alert. Mm. We actually don't have Steve in the studio. It's Corey doing the Yeah, Steve that's impression. true. That's it's really a, good Steve your impression. Your tongue does something when you Steve talk. <laughs> you look like when Jabba the Hutt is getting strangled oh, by yeah. Slave Leia. Your tongue is like doing all sorts. Ooh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's really, I love watching. It's not easy it. to oh, being God. Steve. And That's I, true. And I, I, easy being I love that Aiden just knew 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 about the varnish he was using. It was a fully it was, <laughs> it was a fully three dimensional yeah, Aiden that, was that walked really, in. That was yeah. I yeah I like that. Aiden. Steve was talk was better written than season eight. Of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. so I think everything in my nuts. I have Budget Army Hammer, which is the guy that killed his cat. Right. right. I have his on my notes. Would you cat. fuck your mom? No, but you know, like <laughs> you know. that's just the thought. Big that, theme that for we you. Have. Wait, uh, would Trey uh, fuck Bunny? He is in his in his dreams. They have. I mean, they I think they, they have. have. They just they're not going to show that on Game of Thrones. They needed to wait a few years and put it on Game of Thrones. Dude, that's why the Mallard's not allowed in the bedroom. It's seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> the Mallard has seen too much. Emily, you you had a couple fashion calls during this episode. Oh yeah. Well. Um, yes, at one point I said that's a strong Carrie look, and she was wearing this. I mean, you could only see the top of the dress, and it was like sort of asymmetrical, and it also sort of looked almost Christmassy, like it was yeah. white with a print that had like green and red little flowers on it. But the strongest look is from Samantha when she goes to Scout. She's wearing a black dress that's like slinky and sexy, and it has gold chain mm. straps, and she's wearing gold gloves and a giant yeah. like fake diamond ring yes. on the pinky finger. I feel like that dress. Did that because I saw that all around for a while, and I feel like was that when it happened? The dress with the like almost I don't I'm the stupid. chain straps, but yeah, chain straps are like I don't know because I feel like I started seeing that probably right around this time. That's like when I was going to school dances and stuff, huh. I so, don't know. Oh I don't God. remember that being a big trend, but um, oh, I may not have had my finger on the pulse at that time. All the girls at your school dances walking into that dress and then opening a box with a strap on it. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I was just like, got me this. I was like, all right, I'm in the theater club. I guess this is what you do. Yeah. I have a question real quick before we get to our ending. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll ask this and then we can get to our ending. So the, the, the scene where Aiden and Carrie outside and he's smoking a cigar, kind of a weird big thing. It's yeah. kind, he's kind of right. smoking a big cigar. Yes. So there's that. He's smoking and he doesn't smoke and he's like having a cigar. So he's kind of biggish. Carrie walks out with a martini and a piece of cake. He feeds it to her. Oh, and he's like, but he is, he's, he's engaging her. And he's being very flirty. He's being very flirty. And then he kind of ditches her and he's mm -hmm. like, I got to go back inside with Steve to do a toast. Do you think that there, and then Carrie's bummed because she's basically kind of like paying for what she did. Yeah. Do you think there's an analogy hardly. there? Yeah. Yeah. Hardly. <laughs> Is there an analogy there? Is there some sort of like. You can have you can't have your cake and oh. eat it too. Is well, there a cake and eat it too thing with that moment? Because uh, it's like yeah. cake comes out of nowhere. Okay, well, there's a line where he where he says, "Oh, so now you want the cake?" Yes, exactly. And she goes, "I never not wanted it," and that's yeah. obviously just steeped in subtext. Yes, totally. Good like there's call. there's a whole cake, and then he's like, you "Maybe it's tiramisu and it's steeped in espresso as well." Oh, maybe. no, I think it's subtext. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not fucking espresso. <laughs> 
No, right. I, I think that's very yeah. observant. A lot, lot of symbolism. I there. never would have picked that up because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> let's do our Cosmo rating. Okay. Uh, so what we do, John, explain yeah, it. You go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go me. ahead. <sighs> Um, so every episode we rate it from one to five Cosmos. Mm-hmm. You can do half or quarter Cosmos. Okay. And since you've seen the entire series, you can rate it on a scale for the entire series. We're going to rate it for what we've seen till now. You can think about that. We'll go ahead and do ours okay. and, and talk about it. And then you can be, you can be thinking. Um, okay. You guys, you got yours. I got mine boys. Can we, yeah. can we go in a circle rather than doing it at the same sure. time? Sure. Sure. Corey, you go? go first. Yeah. Uh, I, oof, ugh, I'm giving it a 4.75. Wow, 5.0. High. Wow. John, Kevin. A perfect score? Yeah. yeah. Kevin? Is this why you didn't want to do it at once? Because yeah. you wanted to, because you. <laughs> I don't know what I want to give it now. I'll, you want us to talk and then you go? Yeah, I just, I've, I have never been so conflicted. Wow. Even when you were thinking I'll about start, having uh, sex with your mom? I yeah. love this Not episode. Conflicted about that. I think like you said, it's a super <laughs> iconic episode. The idea of uh, ghosts. Um, from past episodes is is a concept that we can relate to as humans of ghosts in our relationships but then tying together with characters that we've known and loved uh and everyone but samantha had a, a character relevant to their life come back to the show um samantha's storyline was really funny and although the guy murdered a cat in real life i thought he played <laughs> the perfect asshole um loved the bunny tray stuff loved Miranda and Steve loved her actual ghost loved um uh seeing Aiden again and and Aiden and Steve there, this was a perfect episode there was nothing wrong with it um I 4.75 I was gonna do 4.5 then I bumped it up because I felt like I, I love I've said it before I love a good theme and then I love it in a filmmaking way where they're like Charlotte turns her head and she turns back and all of a sudden bunnies there right like I loved that when she that's, sneaks up on her that's amazing yeah it's great so I love like the actual little tilts or like little hat tips to ghosts I love Aiden and Steve being buds it's the best and then I felt like they were real emotional watershed moments in mm-hmm. it and that's why it kicked it up where are you for taking me. a quarter point off then um, I'm taking a quarter point off because I've only given one perfect episode and I forget what that was. I feel like there's gotta be which one that was. It might've been the one where we met Aiden, which I, if that is, I regret giving that a perfect, mm. I just feel like there's going to be one or two perfects in the future. And I don't know if this was it. It's, it's hard. I don't but know. Again, yeah. You can only judge it on what you've seen. Exactly. I, I loved it. I'll say this. I I'm giving it a 4.75 as well. Because you like Corey more than me. No, and this is why. Because I, there were moments during that that I'm like, I want to throw this at 5.0. But I didn't feel the initial impulse to. And and I still don't yet. I will say this. One of the best episodes I've seen so far. I would say the level of emotional impact paired with straight up just ridiculous humor is almost unmatched in television. Like, there's some, some really really lame goofs that were just knocked out of the park. Like uh, the bunny, the like, there's just some amazing stuff. You two are forgetting that Charlotte, Trey and bunny were in a bet together. <laughs> yeah, true. You're forgetting that. Also, some, uh, Kim Cattrall did some killer acting in this. She did great acting. Like yeah. Great acting. Great acting. Right. Also, Miranda and Steve had, they had a moment. I feel yeah. It's going to lead to stuff anyway. Yeah. So I, Wait, I, Melinda, I mean, Miranda and Steve. Yeah. So I'm giving it a 4.75. I feel conflicted because I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll have 
at the end of all this, we'll have series where we go back and we reassess and we give this a five. I feel like I want to give it a five, but I don't naturally feel that impulse. But it was as good as any Sex and City episodes that I've seen. Yep. I want to give it a 4.25. And I I don't even know what I'm docking points for. I just, I feel like I have a hard time giving something a perfect score just because, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It didn't Mm -hmm. feel like perfect, but it is really strong. And like you said, there are emotional watershed moments and the bunny tray stuff is so funny. I find it really funny how over the top it is. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and like I mentioned, it's Canon, it's a real pivotal episode. It kind of sets up a lot of stuff that's about to happen and also harkens back to things that have happened in the past. Um, some good outfits, uh, Carrie being fairly selfish, but not like as selfish as she can be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she certainly can be more selfish and terrible and she will be, uh, Oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, the Carrie Aiden relationship. I just like, ugh, I just don't like it, but, but I, I get it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just feel bad for Aiden, but, um, yeah. So one final question, then we'll sign off. Just, yes. Are you care? Are you a big or Aiden person? If you could just say one word on it. I think I'm a big person Hmm. more. Um, interesting. Yeah. For some reason, again, I, I prefer the more like aloof kind of dickish Mm -hmm. dude. I get that Aiden is a good dude, but I also think he's so corny Mm. a lot. Uh, I don't think he deserves, you know, what she did to him, but, yeah. um, I just like, I just yeah. like big more. He's got more of like a je ne sais quoi. Yeah. yeah. Um, where can we find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at a pretty big mouth, just spelled like how all those words are spelled together. <laughs> a pretty big mouth. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for, for having on. me. Yeah. This is so fun. Yeah. So fun. Amazing. Awesome. And it was so fun to like watch like an important episode. Yeah. Like it feels like an honor when you're like, oh my gosh, this is like an important moment. I feel honored to have been able to discuss this particular episode with the Bradshaw boys. (laughs) Thank you for doing it. Uh, Go to Max Fish. Yeah. When's your show? When's your next show? Uh, I don't know if the episode's going to air before my next show, but I I run a monthly comedy show, Dreamweavers at Max Fish, the last Sunday of every month. Cool. Awesome. Go to Dreamweavers. And don't order a mojito there. No. No. Get a vodka soda or a tecate. Yeah, we don't have freshmen. All right. (laughs) All right. Rate us on iTunes. Yep, do that too. Rate them. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Oh, these are where they just get so good. Oh, you guys are just in for so much fun. All right. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.